Hey everybody, Josh Sheridan here with the Burial Illegal Podcast. On today's show, we have one of my oldest friends, my first partner when I left the state attorney's office. Uh, uh, God, there's so many stories that that I have to tell uh, about him, with him, shared experiences with him. And he's when I started this podcast, the very first person that I thought of wanting to have on, even before my bucket list of John Morgan and Bubba the Love Sponge and Joe Redner was Jesse Berkowitz. Uh, some people uh, seem to appreciate my sense of humor, and those that do, I can honestly say the funniest person that I know in this life personally is Jesse Berkowitz. So I'm putting a lot of pressure Great. on him, a lot of performance anxiety, but Excellent. Jesse, Jesse and my wife, Dina, know, Jesse can get you laughing like nobody else can. And the greatest thing about it is with little effort and without even knowing that he's doing it. So thank you for finally coming over and doing the show, Jesse. Oh, it's my pleasure. I've been looking forward to it. So you, uh, run your empire over in St. Pete. Uh, what's, what's the, the, the cross streets of the address of Berkowitz Meyer? Berkowitz and Meyer is on the corner of 49th Street and Central Avenue. So Berkowitz and Meyer, interesting story. Uh, they do personal injury. They do bankruptcy. Anything else? That's all we do these Those days. So Jesse's been doing bankruptcy since 2002, pretty much. Almost 20 years, yeah. Um, and then his partner, Christian Meyer, and I went to high school with each other, and we have known each other for all of our adult lives and most of our childhood. I My story with Christian Meyer he's a big guy like myself and I remember I challenged him to a foot race the first time I met him and he beat the pants off me he's much faster than he looks <laughs> actually a pretty good athlete he's it's it's annoying I have I have wedding pictures when I went to my brother-in-law's wedding where I have a mouse under my eye because I decided to go to uh what is it was the boxing gym he used to own? Ringside. Oh yeah, yeah, and and, and sparring. You boxed with Christian. I did. He almost took me to the ground with a kidney shot, and then he gave me a mouse under my eye for wedding pictures for my brother-in-law Derek's wedding. That was so, a poor choice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but anyway, um, so they somehow through fate met each other and now run a a, a very uh, reputable, uh, successful law firm over there. And so I've been trying to have him on forever, but he's he's been busy. So, um, trying to get Christian to leave the house. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, do air quotes come across yeah, yeah. when i say Can busy you see air yeah. <laughs> well, i want to get him on there but in, in christian style like anything i go to christian with he's done it better more longer and knows more about it than ah! i do he was what's that like yeah he was telling me about my sound and how i should improve my mics and everything else is like okay i always remember the funny story is is when he was working at dolman and dolman like i've had this weird vendetta with super lawyers like i hate super lawyers but at the same time i'm not one and i want to be one and i can never figure out how to do it i can't teach you how well how, I, how we get there let me give it's you a the secret Christian, handshake let me give you the christian myers uh answer is when he was done i was like how do you get that And he's like well we have a pretty big footprint in the community we're doing a lot of stuff with trials and all that. i was like that's not at all what that takes. But did you know that he is not a super lawyer, and I am this year? Really? Oh yeah. Is that a yeah. is that a is that a bone of contention? No, it's just fun because it was mentioned to him. <laughs> it was just on top. Not only that, but you have one of the Ogburn brothers working for you, don't you? Eric. Yeah, another Northeast High School grad. Eric is our litigation paralegal, and I think he might be the smartest human being I've ever met. Well, there was this crew of people. It was the two Ogburn brothers. It was Christian Myers, uh, Matt Haliski, uh, Eric Dumford, and a number of other people. And they were 
So imagine, if you will, well, we were about the same age. Cypress Hill, House of Pain, these guys kind of occupied. They all had those <laughs> T-shirts on. They all had those aromas coming from them. They all just kind of <laughs> were relegated to a certain uh, a role in my high school experience. Sure. But they were kind of the cool guys. They, they were, were those a guys. Dangerous and, but yeah, I mean, since I've become a good Facebook friends, at least I think. He and I, Ogburn and I, have the same political views, the same musical tastes, and everything else. So that's true. We're we're liking each other a lot on Facebook. Um, so you've you've basically just surrounded yourself with my youth, as far as <laughs> and is Jen still working there? Absolutely. Oh wow, Jen's been with me almost fifteen years. That's insane. Yeah, Time flies. So uh, anyway, so I know you're not from Florida though. Originally, you're from yeah, I'm from Akron, Ohio. That's right. And the Zips is is your Akron Zips. That's right. University of I Akron. I never had heard of the Zips before you. What? I know. I know. You've you the fighting Zips. You've. <laughs> I feel like that name's got to change along with Aunt Jemima. <laughs> that seems like that's got to be. Well, I mean, the mascot is naturally yeah. a kangaroo. Okay. A female well, kangaroo. Yeah, kangaroo lives matter, so we got to. <laughs> Nothing gotta... instills fear in your opponent <laughs> like a female kangaroo. That's right. So, and you are one of two. Your sister, Joan, uh, basically, uh, she was my first landlord. She was. Yeah along with you, my first partner. And is she practicing at all anymore, law? Well, I haven't spoken to her for about seven minutes. Okay. I got off the phone with her in the so car I and when I walked in. in the last yeah. seven minutes, yeah. Right, right. Um, she is actually back with Berkowitz and Meyer, and she is uh, doing personal injury. Is she really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. As That's... you may remember, she did not really enjoy criminal there. At the end? Yeah, yeah, I remember, yeah. Yeah, you were there for that. I think she'd be an amazing personal injury attorney. I would have her do all of your sign-ups. Yes. You can't say no to Joan. Joan is... Joan is an immovable object. She can... As as diminutive and, and, you know... you know, feminine. She's a she force is. of nature. She scares the shit out of me. Yeah. 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 No, she always has scared yeah. the shit out yeah, of yeah, you, yeah. actually. Yeah. But uh, she took a, a sojourn into the world of Pilates there for a while, didn't she? She is a Pilates instructor, That's certified impressive. and all. Yeah. And is she still doing all that stuff? She is. Yeah. She's... And her husband, another one of my favorite people, Reza. Of is it Reza Chiropractic? What's it Reza called? Chiropractic on Fourth Street. Yeah. yeah. He's a he's a he's a good egg. I love that guy. Uh, we went to see uh, Ozzy Osbourne together, and and we cried during that show. So nice. Yeah, we I always... saw ACDC with Reza. So Reza's a good person to go see shows with. If, if you're gonna go see a metal show, yeah, you're gonna want to go with Reza. He's the guy. Yeah. And, uh, now, does he do much in the PI world with this? Yes, he does. Okay, he well, does. So it's all kind of a. Uh... He does uh, personal injury. He also does his um, weight training. You know, he's yeah. a he's a fit. You he's know, a, a, a personal a, trainer. He's a, beefcake. Yeah. he's a he's an Olympic certified trainer yeah. and all that. And uh, yeah, he's actually doing really well. That's awesome. He's yeah. he's a he's a good brother in law to have. Are you guys close? He's the best. Absolutely, yeah. I love Raza. So, how long were you in Ohio before you moved? I graduated from University of Akron in the spring of '99. Okay. And spent the summer doing not a hell of a lot, right. selling gourmet cheese, right. like you do. Oh, I and, you uh, drugs, so I'll get <laughs> much better. No, no, that was on the side. <laughs> that was and, uh, much no, later. I didn't report that to the IRS. Um, no, and then August 1st, whatever fit in my Jeep Wrangler, 99. I remember the Jeep Came Wrangler. down, yeah, whatever fit in the Wrangler came down, and I got a rude awakening on the way down. I am uh, fairly pasty, yeah. as you know. Just and uh, the piss out of yourself. Yeah, I thought the top down in August, you know, what could go wrong? And, I remember uh, a young blonde Jesse Berkowitz with his Bucks jersey on and his skin matching the color of his Bucks jersey <laughs> was something you could see. 
haunting the hallways of Stetson. Well, at law school, we had uh, flag football. Oh, that's right. And remember, we'd have kegs out there. And I remember the first day we had it. The first day we had it. I'm running around, drinking beer out in the August sun. That was the first time I got sun poisoning, whatever you call it. Yeah. Yeah. You... I, I, your your law school career amazed me because you <laughs> you you went hard just in in, in every aspect of the well I went from living in a fraternity house yeah. with twenty two guys right. to going to law school and I, I just thought I should continue some of did the, you apply anywhere else besides Stetson I did I applied to the University of Akron and I got offered a fellowship they were actually going to pay me to go to law school. Where were your parents living at that time? Were they living Florida. in Florida already? Yeah, How long they were down they in, in Florida. They had been a few years. My sister moved down, I want to so say everybody 95. Was here. So everybody was here and you That's were That's still... why I was a Tampa Bay Bucks fan. The that Cleveland Browns had moved to Baltimore. I had no football team. Right. So all my family was all down in St. Petersburg. So I you know, there was no choice. I had to go to Stetson. That's awesome. Uh, now, if I re- recall, didn't your dad own a jewelry store? He owned a chain of jewelry stores in Northeast Ohio. Wow. He, he was like the John Morgan of Northeast Ohio. My dad's voice was on the radio. Was there commercials and stuff? Do you have uh, them? Commercials. Are, there, are there YouTube commercials? Is there a... I, uh, it's pre-YouTube, but oh. I bet we could dig some up. I'm, I'm thinking of uh, what's what's the uh, Carvel, Tom Carvel. <laughs> <laughs> what's the fudgy the whale? <laughs> Couldn't cut that shit with a lightsaber. Um no, I my, see your dad my dad was on the radio nonstop to the point where he owned an advertising agency at one point. I actually found one of the cassette tapes of one of my tapes because I did uh, ads when I was a kid. You did? Hotels. I did TV did? ads for salad dressing. I did back to school How ads. How did I not know any of this? I like to keep some shit back. I guess. Yeah. I, guess. I would well, have nothing to drop though. at this podcast. Well, that's right. You've been saving yeah. it up for, right. for, the, for today. Right. <laughs> it's 15 years. I've been holding on to that. Yeah. So wow! So you're a you're a you're a movie star. You're a TV star. Did was Joan in, in in there too doing ads? Or I don't think she did any of them. No, no. I think she just said no, like Nancy Reagan style. Now no. one of the great things about uh, Joan and Jesse is their uh, Anglophile love of '80s English music. Uh, you know, Joan Joan could write volumes on Morrissey, uh, Jesse on Johnny Marr. Uh, you know, The Cure. Yeah, I was the only kid in the fourth grade listening to the Smiths when Echo everyone else was listening Man, yeah. to, you know, uh, Def Leppard and Bon Jovi and, yes, Echo and the Bunnymen. And, yeah. So, uh, you know, w- kind of one of the inspirations for this show that I do is uh, Mark Maron's podcast, and he yep. always talks about the importance of having an older brother as far as developing your musical tastes. Wow. And while that may be true, I think you did took it a step further with having Joan as your older sister because... Would you say she's pretty responsible for your music education? Only about a hundred percent. Only, yeah. <laughs> if there were a, yeah. <laughs> I, my earliest memories because her school started like an hour before mine. I remember laying in bed, you know, trying to still sleep while yeah. she'd be jamming music, you know, in the shower, getting ready for school. She mm-hmm. was like in well, high school, or I was. How in much older than you is she? Six and a half years. Okay. So yeah, you know, I'm 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 listening to the church. I'm listening to psychedelic furs right, right. when everyone else was listening to Madonna yeah. and uh, yeah. yeah. Michael what was the Jackson. magazine? So so I'm I'm gonna jump around a bunch, but at some point uh, I I 
subleased the space from her and we shared an office, then we became partners. But didn't we agree that the firm was going to buy like Q Magazine or something like it that? It was NME. NME, that's New right. New Musical we a, Express. We, out of, we had it imported from England. That's right. It was like 300 bucks for 12 episodes. For NME, which I'm sure all of our possession of marijuana clients and bankruptcy clients were really into English. And I think it was all available online, yeah. but we had to have it. <laughs> yes. That was pretty awesome. So we could see what the Arctic monkeys were up to. Well, well of course. I, I mean, mean yeah. the, the, the we knew before thing. anyone. That's right. So uh, so you guys seem to have always been close. Were you close as younger kids? I mean, six and a half years at that age is kind of a big disparity. We were always close. We got a lot closer when I moved down. Yeah. You know, I mean, we were close as kids, but we were kids. Did but she when, go to Stetson? No. Where'd she go to school? She wanted to go to Stetson. Ooh. Ooh. You've one up Meyer and you've one up your sister. You know. You're a one upper. I got a microphone. They don't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're just stacking them up. We're just That's lining it. up the accolades. Yeah. Now they're both going to want to be on the podcast. Oh, I want them to both on. Bury yeah. me now. Um, no, she went to Ohio Northern, okay. which um, is kind of like the armpit of America. I thought Florida was, I guess Florida's more of the, like the taint of yeah, America. Yeah, if, if yeah. you make bad choices and uh, you still want to be a lawyer, <laughs> then you go to Ohio Northern, okay. which is on the western side of Ohio towards uh, Indiana. And um, I, I went there once when she moved in, and then I went back when she graduated. I refused to go back. There was one traffic light. It's just like what you hear oh, about these yeah. towns. There okay. was like a church's chicken and a traffic light and yeah. a bunch of pig farms and all of the NFL footballs come from there. Oh, really? Fun fact. Wow. I do like my fun facts. You do like your – well, yeah. we haven't even gotten to baseball and baseball cards yet. So, anyway, so – oh, well, that's interesting. So, she made bad choices, huh? Who doesn't? Yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay, so, dad's dad's the John Morgan of jewelry stores. Right. You're his little right-hand man, you know, pitching pitching – you're the uncut gems. You're the Adam Sandler. <laughs> <laughs> did you see that movie? I did. Wasn't that the most stressful movie in the world? It was so anxiety inducing. It was, I think it's semi anti-Semitic. It's the it's it's <laughs> the only movie I can think of that I turned it off with about twenty or thirty minutes to go because I honestly didn't care how. Did it you ended. see the end of it? No, uh, I, I had no all, interest in watching it. I watched the whole thing and I walked out of the theater just with a stomach ache. Like I was just like, I don't feel good about. I myself was sweating right now. while I yeah. was watching it, and yeah. yeah, it wasn't good. Interesting. Anyway, yeah. all right. So you moved down to Florida. You start Stetson, and I feel like we meet each other almost immediately. Yeah, you were you were my first friend at Stetson. I didn't know anybody. I remember going to what was I don't even think it's there anymore. But it was it like Extra Innings or Grand Slam or what was that bar? Extra Innings. Was it Extra Innings? Is yeah, that still there? It caught fire. Okay, well, that caught makes fire sense. years that, ago. That, that, that's probably how it should have been. No, ended. that actually checks out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, we used to go there, watch football games. That was and a drink. great place. It was a great place. Yeah, it was had it like the stadium seating. Originally? What's that? Was it like a play? Because it was set up so weird. Yeah, it was, was it a playhouse. It was stadium seating with a stage down at the bottom. Yeah, yeah that's and right. A, and now that I'm thinking about it, I think that it might have been my introduction to Doug Barnard, which somehow. You wow. Knew, did you know him before law school? I. No, I didn't but know him before law him school. Early on. I did because Joan was friends with Royce Haddad. Okay. And Royce was having his bachelor party, I want to oh, say, God. in New Orleans. New Orleans, and Doug so, Barnard, and so bachelor Joan party. says you're gonna go with Roy. You're, you're, you're gonna go on Royce's bachelor party. I know nobody, and I meet Dave Neville. Oh wow. Doug Barnard. Oh wow. And. Everything you think happened, Worst, happened. Yeah. yeah. It was yeah. fear and loathing times 10. It was. I got a rude awakening. Yeah. Yeah. 
Doug's still one of my best friends today. He is one of the more interesting people you're ever going to have the opportunity to run across. Fair statement. Yeah. Uh, you know, he's he's kind of reminds me of uh, who's uh, Hunter Thompson's lawyer friend. Uh, oh, yeah. Dr. Gonzo. Or whatever. Absolutely. He's kind of, a, you know, a Dr. Gonzo Yeah, the Benicio character. Del Toro character. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. He just kind of exists <laughs> in the middle. Distance. He's everywhere but nowhere. He's out on the fringe. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I see him now and again. Well, he's lost a ton of weight. Like he's He a, has. Yeah, Absolutely. I mean, he was kind of a... a stockier dude and now he's just that's right yeah yeah anyway wow god i can't even can't even think too much and then neville's another one i always run into him i always forget he lives like right near me for some reason i always put him as a that's because he practices in pinellas we just think of him as a pinellas and who guy. was his partner we used to john de costa that's right yeah are they still partners absolutely okay yeah de costa and neville yeah we used to get lunches with them every now and again absolutely yeah Park. neville was like my first mentor in personal he's injury. a good mentor i like him. neville came to the office and like audited my cases and really helped me kind of get because joan didn't do personal injury well, didn't you work for a minute with the guy down in Sarasota? I drive by it all the time. I did work for a minute. Literally, down, like yeah, it was it was minutes. it was four months. It's a uh, Jodat. It it still yeah, is Jodat. Jodat. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> anyway, um, yeah. Well, so Neville. Yeah, I know. I love Neville. Although I swear to God, I think he's looking for car acts. Like I think he's trying to find. Who isn't? Well, <laughs> not as far as a client, but I mean, I, he, no one can have that bad of driving occurring in front of them at all. Oh, times. with his videos, his video cameras. Yes. Yeah, yeah. He's like uh, the Hulk, you know. It's like, is it, <laughs> is it, is, it or is there that much bad going on, or is he kind of creating the problem when he goes there? <laughs> so watching him, that's my uh, take on Neville. But uh, anyway, so, so Joan. Now, Joan, Joan, was she solo at the time, or was she partners at, at the time? When I moved down, Joan was partners with Chuck Moore. It was okay. Moore and Berkowitz, and Chuck's a great guy, still a friend of mine. He actually took me on a tour of Stetson, and um, they split up. And then I begged Joan for a job out of law school, and she said no. Mm -hmm. And I, I just, I'm like, you, you have to hire me. And yeah. she's like, no, I actually don't. I'm going to tell mom and, and dad. And, and she <laughs> didn't. And she didn't want to hire me to the point where she went and found me a job with Jodat. Oh, wow. She just called people, will somebody please hire my little brother? Yeah. And then I lasted four months, and I begged and begged and begged. And she's like, I don't have any money to pay you. I'm like, I don't care. She's yeah. like, I don't have an office for you. Don't care. She didn't have that building yet? She did, but um, Roger Futerman rented one. That's Craig right. Epifanio rented the other one. I got my first one. desk from. I bought that yes, thing weighed like a fucking Volkswagen. Which put me in the conference room. So anytime we had a client there, I had to go stand in the hallway. Yeah. <laughs> anytime there was a client there that I wasn't meeting with, I had to stand in the hallway. I didn't have a desk. I forgot about Futerman. Um, now, who's uh, is it Jim Martin? Who's the who's the who's her friend? The one that plays in a band? I, oh, Jim O'Neill. Jim O'Neill, not Jim Martin. You know, I haven't seen him in a good good decade. He's another one that just kind of wasted away physically speaking. Like he's he lost a ton of weight and his hair was real long. Have you I've seen him? Of, you I'll see him? him now and again. Oh yeah. no, I haven't seen him in I forever. I love him. He's, he's one he's, of like the five nicest human beings on the planet. He really is, and he's just a a, a, a throwback. He's almost like he Tommy is. Chong or like yes. uh, if you took like, like George a hippie Carlin, lawyer. Tommy yeah. Chong, and mix them together, that's that's Jim O'Neill. Um, and anytime anybody gets referred to me from him, they just talk about how awesome he is. Well, how, how why would you they? never hear anything bad no about that guy? No one has a negative thing. Nothing to say about. bad to say about Jim. Who was the other guy? And not to to go in a dark direction, but he was good friends with your sister. He also played in a band. He ended up passing away he committed suicide. bobby jockers yeah yeah bobby wasn't he in the office there for a while bobby or? was there for a little while i went to costa rica with him yeah. and um, another good guy 
beyond. Yeah. You know, Joan and I used to have these Fourth of July parties. Party. Oh, were, I've heard a lot they of. Were, oh yeah, I've yeah, experienced it, and. It was a trilogy, um, and Bobby played at I want to say two of, two them. of them. He he would strum his guitar and. He was just one of those like unnaturally nice people where you just wonder if he like kicks puppies when no one's around because like no one can be well, that his, nice. And his paralegal set up my articles of incorporation when I left the state attorney's office. So well, there's a fun fact. Yeah, for you. yeah, yeah. Way yeah. to tie it together. I still think I have it somewhere. Nicely done. But you're anyway. good at this interview thing. I like. Well, it. I'm, I'm I'm trying. I'm, I'm impressed. So uh, at some point, I, I, on the three years to the day at the state attorney's office, mm-hmm. I'm like I'm getting out of dodge, and I I don't know I can't. Can't remember far back enough how it came about that I decided to rent from her, but that was my first office out of That's the right. state attorney's office. And then somehow you and I decided to become partners, and we and were he, we were great business partners so long as like making money wasn't that important. Yes, <laughs> we had a was, lot of fun. If it was going to Bennigan's, if it was going to Best <laughs> Record Buy, Store. Record store. We bought a lot of CDs. Going to the movies, uh, you know, down at Baywalk. We did we, go a lot to the of time movies. at Asylum. A lot of time uh-huh. at who's the other guy that's right across the street at that Disc Exchange or yeah, yeah. We spent a lot of time over there. Whenever it was like the day that was it Wednesdays. When the, the, Tuesdays when, is when all the new music. Tuesdays came out. when the new releases would come out, we'd be there. We got to spend a couple hours there. Oh, for sure. And then yeah. what was the Thai food place on Sixty Sixth Street that we would love? Oh my God, is that still there? I'm sure it is. We That's had... yep, and um, we would always get pad thai, and my sister would have to order the spice tray. Like I remember so much about that. I don't remember what I had for breakfast, but I remember going to eat Thai. And food then I would you sit in lot. your office a lot, and we would just talk shit and joke and everything else, like a lot. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't know if it's coming across just how much we shot the shit. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I'll show you my taxes for this <laughs> <laughs> if you don't believe me. <laughs> Show you the we tax need a demonstrative aid. Yeah, from uh, 2005 to 2009. We weren't exactly rolling in dough. Solvent. We weren't. Yes. <laughs> so anyway, and then at some point, uh, Dina comes on as an associate, and then Dina and I come over to Tampa, and I'm working out of Corey Baird's storage room. Uh, Can I tell you a story that you don't know? I would love a story that I don't know. And I haven't even gotten to the... So I'm gonna I'm gonna drop something on you that you not don't know. Not the skinny dipping with my wife in law school. Is no. It? Okay, no. I knew about that. No, 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 no. Now, this is this is a story that you do not know that is fascinating. Okay. About you. Okay. So, my sister comes to my office and says, "Look, I'm looking at the numbers, and I just feel like if Josh and Dina stayed in Tampa." And we stayed in Pinellas and split the firms. It would be better for them. It'd be better for us. And and I'm just sitting here going, like Josh is one of my best friends. Like, what? I have to break up with him? Like, what? How am I going to do this? Like, and I I had so much anxiety that I almost went in the bathroom and threw up. Mm-hmm. About two hours later, you <laughs> popped your head in my office and it was like, "Hey, can we talk?" And I'm like, "Yeah, sure." And you're like, "You know," and you were like all nervous. And you're like, I, 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 you. I really like you just went and threw up, and <laughs> you're just like, like throw up in there. I, re- <laughs> I really feel like you know, Dina and I just want to take the Tampa office, and I'm like trying not to crack a smile and act like, oh, you know God. how much guilt I've harbored for the past <laughs> fucking decade over that, and you're just telling me that now. How much money in therapy? I and, had to and save am- it. And Ambien. I said and one day this guy's gonna have a podcast. I can't just drop this now. And I swear to God, it was about two hours before you came in and told me that. And I, I kept my smile back. How good was my poker face? It's it was pretty good. good. It was I, that that whole episode to me. And we have some distance from it now. But I, you know, I love 
you and I love your sister so much. And that was just such a, that was, uh, it was an easy breakup. You got well in the world of breakups, but yeah, but, but you know, I've lived a lot of life since then, as have you. Mm. You know, I've lived through parents dying, I've lived through animals dying, I've you know, gone through various different incantations of business success, lows, and all this other stuff. But that was my first real taste of business. Uh, and and having it be with you and Joan was a tough one for me, and you know, because we were all had so much fun with each other and was so friendly with each other. And I, I just always worried about kind of the impact that that had on our relationship. So, you know, uh, it's funny. I never worried about that at all. Really? I, and it's just cause I know you Yeah, and you much like, and I, I, I would hope you thought that about me. I can separate business from personal. I don't do a good job of it. You do. You never harbored any ill will. To, I mean, you never took it Not out. Not ill will, me. but I was very sad about it and heartbroken about it and well, worried about, worried about, you know, that a friendship had been tarnished or yeah. injured or damaged or whatever, but... Nah, that's not Joan or I either. Well... That's not you either. Well, good. Yeah, or, right. Dina, or Dina, for that matter. You know how much money I just saved on, on anti-anxiety meds and uh, therapy sessions? You're welcome. I know. <laughs> Dinner's on me tonight, yeah. <laughs> so, anyway. How about that for saving something back? There you go. Not bad, huh? This was, this, this was worth it. So, this uh, is therapeutic. Anyway, um... So I come over to Tampa, you guys stay there, and then you do that for how much longer before you meet Christian? Oh, we got to skip ahead. Um, how do you guys even meet? How do you guys even know each other? Did you I even was, know each other in law school? I, I mean, would, we were there at the same time, <laughs> but I don't think you hung out in the same circles. I purchased the firm from Joan when she wanted to get out of right. the law. So it was just me. And I had a bankruptcy practice, I had a personal injury practice, and litigating these cases while... You know, it was was killing me. Right. So I had to bring on other firms to help me litigate these cases. And so Dolman was one of the attorneys I talked to, right. and Christian was doing the litigation there. And so um, we naturally just, you know, started working cases together, and we we worked well together. Yeah. And when uh, Christian left Dolman, you know, he was he was a friend of mine. So right. he calls me up and just say, hey, this is going on. And, um, you know, Christian immediately had six-figure offers from quite a few different firms, and he wasn't calling me to, you know, pair up with me or ask right, me anything. Right. It was just a uh, an, an informative call as a friend. But uh, I called him the next day and said, you know, I've been thinking about things, and I I have an offer for you. He's just yeah. laughing. He's like, "You do, huh?" Yeah. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, now I have no money to pay you. Yeah. It's like, this is a hell of a pitch Sounds like so an far. offer I've heard before. Yeah, this is a hell of a pitch so far. <laughs> Sounds like a Joan book. Yeah, and, uh, and, and I didn't. Um, but what I did have was great cases. Yeah. Um, I had sourced great cases. I'd worked them up really well. And, um, you know, I just needed somebody to help me kind of get them over the finish line. And so Christian came out to the office, and, you know, we audited all the cases. He's like, man, there, there's really something here. Right. And I said, you know, why don't you hang around for six months yeah. without a paycheck? Yeah. And, uh, you know, you settle something, I'll give you some money. And um, if after six months we still enjoy working together, I'll give you half my firm. Right. And so it was a big risk on my part, giving up half of what I just purchased. Right. Actually, I hadn't, I wasn't done paying it off yet. Right. I was still paying Joan from buying the firm. And here I am giving half of it away. And for Christian to go from a nice paycheck at Dolman's to, no paycheck with a hope that maybe one day half of what I have would be worth it. 
And, you know, within a year, we had an associate. Within two years, we had two associates. We bought a new building and, you know, the rest. The rest now, I, I've been to your current office, which you guys own, and it's a great building. Yep. Did, did the one that you had between the building that I was in with you? We and rented that, that. You rented that one. Okay. Yeah. Thank God. The um, thing was built in, like, 1906. Yeah, I mean, it was cool. But it looked yeah, it, too, Yeah, though, but you, yeah. Guys, you guys definitely have, you know, progressed from there. Well, it's funny because I was a part of Christian's life. He and I kind of reconnected when he was going through dark times before he started at Dolman. Yeah. He, uh, you know, he was doing uh, criminal defense and doing pretty well at it after he left, I guess, the public defender's office. He was good at it and he hated it. <laughs> yeah, but then he went through a real kind of a dark period and that's when I started training at ringside and we were, you know, he'd hold pads for me and we'd talk and all this stuff and he came and talked to Corey Baird. I remember he was looking yep. at doing like... Uh, like credit protection type stuff and everything else. But then he went on, you know, started working with Dolman, and that's just kind of set the spark off for the PI stuff. And he didn't even know PI that well just, when he started there, but he it, picked though. it up so quickly. And now he's it. one of the most respected PI litigators in St. Pete. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, he, he is incredibly bright. That's awesome. So, um, moving ahead, now you have a, a little boy who's not so little anymore, right? Nine. Nine years old. Kelly's nine years old. He's awesome. He's he is a great awesome, kid. and you guys have kind of started a, a side, not a business. Is it a business, or what would you call it? Is We're it incorporated. A, I'm, are I, you I, really? I got to call it a business. Yeah, he's like a he's like a what's the uh, Tenenbaum, like Richie Tenenbaum, the guy who's like breeding right. Dalmatian mice in his bedroom. So you guys have started this baseball. Well, deal. my son loves baseball. And Does he still love wrestling too? He likes wrestling. Okay, but he but loves baseball. baseball. I As mean, do you. I this, mean, this is why, a kid who was seven years old. I got him a Sandy Koufax baseball card for oh, wow. Christmas, wow, wow, and he wow. was ecstatic. That's awesome. The fact that a seven-year-old knew who Sandy, Sandy Koufax Co- was, but you know, beyond that, you know, I, I then bought him a. Yeah, an expensive baseball card that we bought as an investment, and he, we ended up buying cards and opening them, and he just loves it. And so I thought, you know, buying and selling cards is a great way to teach him about business because you know I could talk to him about stocks or whatever, yeah. and he's just like, yeah, I want to go play with my toys. Right. But anything baseball related, you know, now I got a nine year old going, you know, what was the ROI on that Mike Trout card we had? I'm like, did you just say ROI? Yeah. And um. You know, we're we're buying and selling cards every week. And so we named the the company KD Cards LLC for Kelly and Daddy. He named it. Oh, wow. That's Kel- awesome. Kelly and Daddy awesome Cards LLC. I know. It's like a so, like, it melts my heart every keep time. keep them somewhere? Do you have a, I mean, is it just in your house or do you have like a facility? <laughs> like uh, how big is this venture? Well, you want to know where all the expensive cards yeah, are? Yeah. Well, what's the code? To yes. Yeah. <laughs> I have to give you my, my mother's maiden name first, okay, okay. yes, in the, in the street I grew up on. Um, now we we have them spread around. Okay, them. Yeah, don't you you're, worry you're about diversified. it. They're safe. Yeah, they're okay. safe. So how, what is it? What what is? I don't even. So I collected baseball cards as sure. a kid, but it's I, I think a different world now. I remember. Yeah, that you'd get market a collapsed. And yeah, you'd go to Gateway Mall. None of had, that exists. Did you ever anymore. get to go to the Gateway Mall when they would have the? I had my own mall growing okay. up, and Everybody it was all the same a, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we had the baseball card shows that would come once a month, but that whole market collapsed. Explain to me what that means at that market. Okay, collapsed. in the in the 80s and early 90s, baseball cards were really hot, and so with the companies Tops and Flair, Upper Deck Don and Russ, Flair, Tops, they mass produced them to the point where there were millions of each card and printed. No value there. Why would somebody buy a? Everybody had them. Yeah, we all had every card. Yeah. There was no one was going to buy a card, yeah. and so it's basic supply and demand. There was some demand, but there was so much supply that the i mean it collapsed those old price guides the beckett price oh, guides yeah, remember no but yeah try getting that for that card yeah you know but never. but in the magazine it says ten dollars oh, and some that, guy here's a uh, 80 cents for it 
as a family law attorney who's done a lot of divorces, I've had a lot of overvalued baseball there card collections. Go. That So what the companies did, Tops and Upper Deck, what they did was they realized we need some rarity. It would be like if the De Beers company just opened up diamond mines and all of a sudden there were diamonds everywhere. Mm-hmm. I mean, everywhere, handfuls of them. Mm-hmm. An engagement ring would be 14 bucks, right, right. You know, but they keep them back. So what they did was they started um, printing these you know, uh, 50 of these cards. And it'll say on the card, number six of 50. They created Autograph, a, rarity. Yeah. Yeah, scarcity. What is it that they call, like, planned obsolescence that they do, like like they did with, uh, who's the guy that died? I don't know what that means, so I'm going to take offense to it. <laughs> no, uh, who's who's the guy that, that uh, started Mac, that passed away of cancer? Um... Apple guy? Yeah. Uh, wow, a couple of geniuses here. There was a movie about him. Yeah, there was. Didn't Ashton Kutcher play him? He played him in one movie. And, and then, then uh, uh, and then Magneto played Magneto him. Magneto the played movie. him in the yeah. other one, yeah. Oh my god, it's gonna fucking kill me. Oh. And as soon as we hit done on this, it's gonna pop it. Well, sure. But what he he built all the cords so that like supposedly they'd break within two years. So you have oh, to buy yeah. more. Well, or, Bill Burr does a great bit on him. Yeah. Have you seen that? Uh-uh. Where he talks about what an asshole he is. Oh, and he made the computer so you couldn't get inside of them. And so what I'm saying is, is they've built in a valuation to these that makes them a new phone and the old cord doesn't work. Yeah, this exactly. is the genius we're talking well, about. What that was by design, though. So. Well, absolutely. So and the cards. And what did he actually build? I mean, he had people in a room a building stuff. He would Singapore, just yell out, yeah, like, yeah. you know, I want a book that doesn't really, that's not there, and I can flip pages. <laughs> work on it. I want a flame. To, uh, no, <laughs> get on it. Elon Musk, yeah. Exactly. So anyway. So, so anyway, yeah. So baseball cards. Scarcity and people our age, you know, in their 40s that grew up as kids loving baseball cards. Right. Um, people like Gary V mm-hmm. are big into baseball cards. Yeah. And he, people like him have been pushing it where investors are pushing it where so now it, it's, become it's a commodity. so hot right now. Really? I mean, I. God, we bought a LeBron James rookie card for forty eight hundred dollars. So it's not just baseball. No, we bought a LeBron James rookie card for forty eight hundred dollars on March first. Uh huh. Sold it on June first for eighty one hundred dollars. Are you serious? It's ridiculous. Hundred percent markup in less than a year. It's March first to June first. Yeah. It's a quarter. Yeah. 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 It's it's and now I imagine if you could turn a house for that. I think it's going up a little too fast. I know well, a bubble when I gonna, see one. Do you think COVID's going to impact? I it? thought COVID was going to kill it. What COVID did it was, was make the market. There was no sports on TV. So it was just there was no gambling. There was nowhere to go. Flips lately? There was nowhere to go but for people to sit in front of eBay and buy sports cards. Wow. With disposable money and nowhere to spend it. Wow. So is that how it works? Like, like I don't even know. Like when I collected cards, there was no going online. So like, right? There, there, there is there no price guide. Anymore? Yes, there's a great one on um, on Park Boulevard, uh, Titan Cards and okay. Games. Okay. Phenomenal. John's the owner. He's really good. Um, what happens is you go on eBay and you see, you know, have you ever been on eBay? Yeah, you can look at what stuff sold for. Sure. Right. Well, you just click on that this, card. These are, a lot of these yeah, are from click eBay, yeah. sold, and you see what the card sold for. Yeah. There's your price guide. Yeah. Something's only worth what people will pay for it. Right. So it's a much more accurate price guide than we had as kids. So you buy, and it's a, it's a, it's a, an investment. Right. And do you hold on to them for a little bit, or do you turn them around and put them right back on the market? We or? have it like stocks. We have some long-term holds. You have some long plays. We have some play. long plays. We have some short he's flips. He's really getting quite an education. Absolutely, and he's really good at it. And to the point, well, the other thing that brought back cards was grading. These cards from the '80s, '70s, and '80s 
you can send them to a company, PSA or Beckett, the two companies, and they will grade them. Like almost like a diamond. From one like to a, ten. Yeah, yeah. clarity, And, and if color, you get a ten, cut, I, yeah. even those mass-produced 80s and 90s cards, if you can find a ten out of ten, they have a lot of value, hundreds of dollars. How much is the, uh, who's the one that said, like, fuck off on the, the bottom of the... Oh, uh, that's, uh, that's Kyle Ripken's brother, yeah. Billy, Billy Ripken. Yeah, yeah. And um, that, that card in day. a PSA 10 will still get you a good few hundred bucks. Yeah, yeah. You know? I remember Don Russ rated rookies. I had like a Chris mm-hmm. Sabo and I had a... Who's the guy who didn't have a hand? He would put the... Jim gloves. Abbott. Yeah. Jim Abbott pitched a no-hitter with one hand. I know. Like, what have you done? <laughs> not, Nothing. Not I, I haven't done shit. Did you Jim listen Abbott. to the Pat Clemowish interview? I made it halfway through. Did, what have you done? I mean... Oh, no, that guy's amazing. Oh, my God. He even made it here after you gave him bad directions. I sent him up to fucking Bush Gardens, and what he turned an around asshole. and came here and didn't beat the shit out of me. How no. did you do that? I know. Anyway, so wow. Well, that's awesome. Does it does it uh, improve the the enjoyment of watching baseball? I does mean, so you and him get to watch a lot and you get to talk about it and have a vocabulary, a shared experience there. You know, this is a very city slickers conversation, yeah. but you know, as a teenager into my twenties, you know, my my dad and I didn't always have a lot to talk about, sure. but we always had baseball. And so uh, my son, you know, he's into things nine-year-olds are into. He's watching right. YouTube channels of stuff that makes no sense to me. Fortnite and all this but, other bullshit. Yeah, yeah, and I, you know, I'm trying to relate to a nine-year-old, but we have baseball that we both love. And so... How does your dad, do the three of you get to sit down and talk about it? We or watch do. Games? That's so badass. And we will this Sunday on Father's Day. We're going to go see Papa. He okay. loves visiting Papa. What, what what's MLB talking? Is the season done, or what are they doing? Last I heard today is they are looking at a seventy game season. That they're just about to make an agreement. Um, no fans in the stands, or they, just season yeah, ticket holders, it, or just it, box seats. No, nah, I don't think there's going to be any fans in the stands, and they they have effed this up so bad. I mean, MLB what a, what, or yeah, who's they? Yeah, the the players and the owners. You have billionaires fighting with millionaires while we have fourteen percent unemployment yeah. o- over. You know, yeah. How how many millions do they need? Right. People are desperate for entertainment, and the players are saying, "Well, we're not going to play for that." And the owners are saying, "We're not going to pay you that." And it's like, "The hell's wrong with you people?" Right. Right. Well, yeah. It's probably lawyers. Fucking lawyers mess everything up. Lawyers. Lawyers and greed. Who is it that told me that that uh, one of the soccer leagues in Europe they're actually going to digitally put fans in the stands? What? They're, yeah, because they said it, it improves the enjoyment of watching it on TV. So the players, Why don't they just pipe in fake noise? Probably they're going to do that as well. Right. They're going to hear fans and see little digital fans while these guys are you playing. You know, it's funny. I heard an interview with a, a hockey goalie, and he was saying that the view of a puck coming at him when there's no nobody in the stands is different. I would imagine, He said sure. it's actually throwing them off a little bit when they're practicing. Well, okay, I mean, you've gone to a spring training game or like sure. a scrimmage, not a scrimmage, but whatever they call it when there's barely anybody there, and it's a, it's a different feeling. Or than, a game at Tropicana Field? Yeah, just, <laughs> sure, a race a Tuesday game. Tuesday I should have said a race playoff game, yeah. <laughs> oh. Yeah, no, I went, I went when the... They Phil- sold out some yeah, playoff yeah. games. But, Easy. Uh, anyway, so... so how, well, I, I, I could go in a bunch of different directions. Where are they at with the stadium? I mean, are, are they there indefinitely now? I mean, they're, they're there. Th- they have a lease through 2027. Okay. And they're leaving after 2027. Yeah. I mean, St. Pete's not building them a stadium. Do you think they're leaving Florida or are they just leaving? I think any city that will build them a stadium will be their favorite city. Yeah. And I just don't think in Tampa Bay there's an appetite for tax dollars going to a baseball stadium. It's but sad because I love baseball it. history in Florida. I mean, you have know. you been to the Trop on a Tuesday? I understand. You, you get your own beer vendor. 
Do you think if it's in Tampa that would make a difference or it would be I the do. same thing? I actually do. I want it to happen just for property values, but um I mean, do you think that it's naturally a hockey town? No. Tuesday night, they're sold out. I, I mean, for me, the only thing I want to go to of a professional sport is going to be hockey. I Hockey's mean, great. Bucks but game, it's like a fucking sauna. There's and, no, I mean, there's no natural hockey fans in Florida. I mean, yeah. you got people that move down, but they're baseball yeah. fans too. It's, it's because the venue is awesome. Right. And there's so many more people within a 30-minute drive to downtown Tampa than there are to yeah. South St. Pete, where yeah. they chose to put... The well, it was going to be the White Sox at one point. It's going to be the Giants. It was going to be the White Sox. I, I've, I've seen the White, the St. Pete White Sox shirt, whatever, you know. And I Really? Yeah, and I, I was a bat boy at Al Lang, and I always remember um, I, I was a bat boy for the Phillies, and I met Mike Schmidt, and I was a Get bat boy out. for the Pirates when it was Bobby Bonilla and Barry Bonds. Barry Bonds, yeah. No. Those are the two games. And if we would have gotten the Giants, you would have had Barry Bonds right. all those years. Right, right, You would right. have had the steroids, the home runs. Imagine Barry Bonds hitting at the trop, like hitting the back wall Just over and over. It would have been great. Ceiling. Yeah. So, anyway, well, um, where else do I want to go? I'm not done with you Did yet. you say skinny dipping with your wife? Yes. I did not skinny dip with your wife. No, but there was clothes. There was clothes? You the fence. Yeah, we did jump the you fence. You guys went into that that cesspool of a little pool next to the gym. I've been now back up a step. Yeah. It, if you're going to tell the story very <laughs> quickly, I get I'm not going to let you talk about your wife that way. No, 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 no. I get a call out of the blue saying, I need you to take my wife out on a date. Now that is not a call you get every day. No. Well, she wasn't my wife yet. She was my girlfriend, but we had, True. had, a, we had, had a fight and I wanted you, you promised her a date. The enemy you know is better yes. than the enemy. You promised. You pro- <laughs> was it? Yeah. <laughs> I'll let her tell that part of yeah. the story. Hmm. Maybe you don't know the whole story. Okay. Um, no, and you you said, I promised Dina a date. And so I'm like, you're kidding me. You want me to take Dina out on it? Yeah. You're like, yes. And so we went out and to Bootius Maximus. Bootius Maximus. And drank martinis. That's right. This is back when drinking and driving was legal. Yeah. <laughs> and we took, that's uh, in the 2000s. Yeah. 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 It's in the rule book. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, yeah. So we, because uh, we stole martini glasses like you do. And she is a klepto. Oh, yeah. She has a she bunch was really of library excited. books from Stetson. She was really excited about the martini glasses that we took. She's got issues. She's like Winona Ryder kind of. And so we went back to Stetson and it was, you know, like one o'clock in the morning. Yeah. It's then legal to drive drunk. Yeah. 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 And <laughs> after so one. right after one, <laughs> what's well, morning. Yeah. So, um, and so, yeah, we did jump the fence and we did go swimming. That is a true story. And but was, there were undergarments on. Nobody was naked. True. I, I did I, not I want. I yeah. That. Yeah. Absolutely. And then, so where were you living that first year? Were you living with your parents? We didn't make out till like the third date. That was after much no. later. <laughs> but then you met Charlie and you two made it all. rest in peace. Isn't that a mind blower? Yeah. I had a very different law school roommate than anybody else did. He was, he was, he was an interesting cat. He was from Ohio too, or no? He was no, from- he was from Lake Charles, Louisiana. Okay. That guy was right out of the sticks. Right out of the yeah. The- remember the first day I met him? Yeah, he was asking me about my last name, and I said, "Well, my dad's Jewish," and he's like, "You're a Jew?" He said, "I've never met a Jew before." <laughs> it was like a leprechaun. Yeah. It was like he just, you guys are real. Yeah. I thought you were just in comic books, and uh, and I just loved him from that day. He yeah. was just so. So blissfully ignorant, but sweet and innocent. And you had great parties at that little house off the. God, he had great long. He was six foot seven he with that long hair, yeah, southern accent, yeah, just jovial. Great guy, killed it with the ladies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, um, 
yeah, he had a few run-ins with the law, so he had to take off. And then uh, he would uh, he would call me every year, and we would talk. And uh, he flew back when I got married, and uh, you know Charlie was just one of a kind. So man. What, what is it that ended up? Was it? He had blood clots. Oh. His friend, who I met because he would bring him back, um, it, his friend was just a great guy. Just called me out of the blue and just said, "Hey, Charlie, God, went dude. into the hospital last night and didn't come out." And some, just I, I just crumpled to the ground. Yeah. I couldn't believe what I was hearing. Yeah. Like I had just spoken to him, and uh, wow. So it turns out he had a girlfriend that was by his side through all these medical issues that he never told me about. Okay. So I hand wrote her a letter introducing myself, and she this wrote is after me the fact after he died. Oh wow! And she hand wrote me back this night. Like who hand writes letters anymore and mails them? That's awesome. Them? Yeah. And we became friends, and uh, so you know it's kind of a nice little ending on that thing that he had somebody by his side the whole time. Well, that's yeah. great, and he made a friendship after his yeah, passing. Yeah, so. Charlie. Yeah, he was the best. Well, you're the best. Thank you for coming by. I really appreciate oh, it. I'm happy I made Ho- it. Hopefully, this is the first of many appearances. Volume one. I want you to be like my George Takai or my Artie Lang or. You know. I got more stories held back. Don't worry. Oh, I'm, yeah. I'm gonna I, drop some bombs next time too. I, we got. We still have to talk about Corey Baird. We have to talk. We're gonna about, save that for the next yeah, one because that's because, a whole episode. And, and I still of think itself. the statute of limitations hasn't run on all some of, that of stuff. the things. Yeah. We didn't even get into Terry Conover and the and the and. Uh, you and, were there uh, when Corey threw a vodka bottle at my head. Oh, was that the party at at Natalie's house on Bayshore when we tried to swim across the bay? I just remember the two of you disappearing and leaves shooting up into. The air. I think you were trying to like fight a cartoon other. fight. Yeah, it was like just Wiley like... Coyote or the Roadrunner or something. Corey and I talk pretty much every day, but when we fight, oh. we are he gets all red. Oh, I I always like antagonize him, but I won't physically fight him because I have a rule He's... against fighting people from Iowa. Because yeah, when well, we grew up playing just, baseball, they policy, were wrestling. Yeah, yeah, yeah so. Yeah, so uh, All right, thanks for having me on, man. I, I appreciate, appreciate it. coming by. Hopefully, uh, you'll do it again, and Absolutely. Uh, it's good to see you. All right, buddy. All right.